Welcome to another edition of the broadcast, and I'm Vicky Barcelona, and with me as always is Ooh Sarah. Oh, hey. Sarah. Yes. It's been a while. It's been a week. What's our contact info? Well, it's the same. We have an Instagram. It's the broadcast 999. You can call or text us at 253-778-6029, or you can email us at the broadcast 999 at gmail.com. And if you're wondering why we were not here last week... I had a doctor's appointment, but it was not for me. It was for my little foster brother. Oh, look at you being the good sister. It was such a pain in my butt. (laughs) Because at first, I parked in the wrong spot. Oh, no. I parked across the street because it's like two hospitals. There's the hospital, and then there's like the children's portion. It's like a children's, Seattle Children's Hospital, but it's up in, you know, up north. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize they had their own parking lot. I just saw a parking lot, but it was for the adult's hospital. Did that matter? Could you just walk to the children's part of it? I could, and I did, with an almost two-year-old that wants to walk by himself and not hold your hand. Oh, he's independent. He's independent. It's like, hold my hand. I I have no problem with you walking, but you need to hold my hand because you're crossing a street. And so he doesn't want to do that. So, of course, I have to carry this, I find out, 28-pound child (laughs) across the street while he's squirming, wanting to, like, get out of your arms to go play in the grass. Run away, yeah. And we were not late, but we were, like, like on that line I'm like dude because I parked far away I'm like this was not you can't screw around we're almost late anyway let's go on the line and it was fine like it was just an eye checkup because he's had issues with his eyes or what my parents consider eye issues Mm -hmm. which I have a question for the listeners and I don't know if you had this in your family or with your grandma or thinking about it but do you have you ever heard of an old wives tale like maybe your grandma and aunt or dad or whatever firmly really believes it's true and you could prove it to them you can pull up google and be like that's not how it works this is what it really is like no 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 that's not true oh like they don't believe the facts like for example like yes being cold like let's say you go outside when it's cold out with no shoes on or without a light jacket or a shirt yeah like my grandma my parents are like oh it's cold out you're gonna catch a cold it's like if it's really cold, like, yeah, I could lower my immune system, but in reality, cold is actually kind of good for you. Oh. But what gives you a cold is of like the bug. It's a virus. It's not yeah, being it's not out the in the cold. cold. It's another person giving it to you, basically. Oh, okay. And I tried explaining that to my parents, but it's one of those things that's like so ingrained in your head because we've all heard that. Oh, put a jacket on. You're going to catch a cold. I'm like, you can catch a mo- n- uh, pneumonia. Pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Ammonia, pneumonia. Pneumonia. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> words um but like everyone kind of it's one of those things like you grew up hearing you're like yeah no that's how it works and then you think about it I'm like wait that does not make sense oh yeah my dad still like makes fun of me anytime i wear flip-flops in the quote-unquote cold weather mm-hmm. because he's like wear real shoes you'll you'll get sick and i i believe him honestly but i would still wear whatever the hell i wanted to wear i mean if you were already sick and you wear like you got your feet wet in the rain it was freezing cold and it was like it's not gonna help you yeah you're not gonna feel better but Okay, so what about, so I went floating this past weekend, and I was, the float took forever, and the sun was going down, and it was cold, and I was just sitting in cold water. I immediately was like, ooh, this isn't good. I might get sick because of this. Is that true? I, if you think about it, no. It's not? Because remember I mean, when you used to go swimming or something as a kid, and then you'd get out of the pool, and then, like, you're just in your cold, wet swimsuit, and everyone's like, you got to change. Like, you're going to catch a cold from being with the cold. Mm-hmm. I mean, the worst thing, like, if you go swimming in a lake and you're still in your swimsuit as a lady, it could cause issues downstairs. Oh, same with even just a pool, right? Right. Yeah, depending on what your situation is. Yeast infection. messes with your pH, people. Um, 
But but it's not okay. I'm not about getting sick because I really thought that even this past weekend I was like, oh man, I've been in this river for like six hours. I'm cold and I'm wet. Am Ellen. I gonna get ill? Ellen, I will find you the scientific thing. Um, Doctor Vicky over here, right? Because like I've also had a. I, I will get, I do get sick in a different way when I'm in, a, like, I'm really warm, for example. Like, let's say I'm really, really hot, and then I immediately go, like, in a freezer when I worked at a restaurant. Like, okay. into the freezer, or if I go immediately from cold to hot, or hot to cold. Like, oh. from an air-conditioned place that was really cold to, like, really hot outside. That's weird. I don't get a cold, but my stomach gets messed up. Oh, that's probably just a you thing. Yeah, like, I've heard... I read somebody else like was bitching about something once on the internet. Like about that? Was saying like, oh, this customer made me go into the freezer and I gave myself diarrhea because I went from hot what? from the hot kitchen to them like, wait, other people get this too. Oh, yeah. I know. That's not very common though. <laughs> I guess not. But I'm curious if other people get it. Because um, I feel like people who like live in Vegas, it's so hot out there. But the moment they go into a casino, it's like air conditioned. They would have so many problems if they got diarrhea every time that happened. But like I know that like in... um. I forget where. Somewhere in a European country where it gets really, really cold, what they do once a year that's supposed to be really good for your immune system, and they have children do this, and I've seen the videos, where the children go out in their swimsuits into the snow and, like, get into the snow or get into cold water, Mm -hmm. like, outside just water. Yeah. And they dip themselves in and get really, really cold, and they go inside, they get warmed up, have some cocoa or tea. So it's a traditional thing they do every year, but it's supposed to really help your immune system. Weird. Well, I know they do that with like in like spas and pools. They have like the cold pool and mm-hmm. they have the pool, and you're supposed to go back and forth between them because it is supposed to be really good for you. Um, but I'm you like, would not like that, I guess. I mean, I if it's water, it feels a little different. I think it's more of a heat air thing. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's, I can tell when it's going to hit me. Like when I go outside and it's really hot, I'm like, yep, yep, my tummy's going to hurt. I'm going to about to S myself. Yay. I know some people, like, I'm trying to find information about, like, hey, can you get a cold? from being in the water too long or whatever. I'm getting stuff like how to avoid runny nose or sinus, uh, sinus CTs, like the sinus infection kind oh, of thing. Oh, right, After right, After right. swimming, like in a pool, but that's just, I think, more of a nose thing. It's not yeah, so if much you go a, underwater and stuff. A cold thing. Well, maybe it's not a myth. Maybe it is a myth. Yep. So Even Google doesn't know. I'm, I'm finding one. Someone's like, how can I avoid catching cold after swimming? And someone's like, being cold does not cause a cold. An experiment was done in Norway, I think. Volunteers were put in isolated cabins in the woods during the winter. They had heat and food, but every day they had to take off all their clothes and go out and roll in the snow for several minutes. Not one of them caught colds. In another experiment, people played cards together. One player in each group had a cold. Of of all the other members of each group, some wore a collar like a dog might wear to keep from scratching. The collar kept the card players from touching their faces. Other players wore no such collar. Uh, the results were that most of the players who didn't wear the collar got a cold, and almost none of the collar wearers got cold. So the people who wear collars who couldn't touch their face while playing cards with somebody who was sick didn't get a cold. So it's very oh. much of a content touching, you know, touching the germs, Yeah, if you basically. touch them and then you touch your face type of thing. So it's basically, yeah, that's not how it is. But going back to the original thing, it's these things that my parents really believe. Yeah. And having to take them to the doctor was not a big deal. Like, I don't mind, like, because my dad's kind of out of like random days like that to take off and he also forgot to ask for the day off my mom can't like when she doesn't work she doesn't get paid yeah so she has to work so i'm like okay it's my turn let me let me take like i'll i'll get him to the doctor don't worry about it and the reason we went to the doctor is since he was born he has these weird eye crusties Mm -hmm. like when you wake up kind of thing all the time 
It was okay. all the time, constantly, especially when it was itty itty bitty. His eyes would always water, and he would always get like massive eye gunk, not just a little bit in the corner, like a lot. So we were constantly cleaning it. We took like we asked the doctor when he was little, like, "What is this?" And the what my grandma and my mom said, "Oh, he got air in his eyes." Like, not like, you know, you're standing and the wind blew in your eyes. It's yeah. air got into your eyes and gave you that infection. What? I don't even understand right. that. Right! Right! <laughs> oh, my God, right. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. And I quickly went to Google. I'm like, this is what it sounds like. Go to the doctor. And the doctor's like, it's just a clogged duck. Uh, duct. Cause, uh, duct. Duct. Because uh, we all have these little ducks in the corner of our eyes. What, like, and they're so little when they're babies that it gets clogged easy. Okay. So it's all the only thing you can really do is just to kind of rub them and just try to unclog keep them unclog them. them unclog oh, them, basically. so it's easy to become unclogged, right? In theory, right? And so, he, but he would always get watery eyes out of nowhere, like no no allergies or anything. His eyes would just start watering, yeah, all the time. So my dad's like, "There's something wrong with him." <sighs> so, <laughs> so dramatic. My dad's very dramatic. He's a little bit of a hypochondriac. And when I confronted him of this, he said, "I'm not a hypochondriac. Your grandmother is his mom." Maybe it runs in the family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the doctor was like, it's all good? Yeah. So because it started happening again, like a few months back, they tested his eyes. Um, and so they're like, okay, well, this was basically a follow-up appointment to see if he was still having problems. Because if he was still having any issues or if they saw something weird when they checked him up, then, then there was a possibility he might need surgery. Oh. But luckily, the doctor's like, Nope, we tested some stuff, like ch- tested his eyes. Everything looks great. He did not like the tests. <laughs> Hell no. I went to the eye doctor last week, and I hate the eye doctor still. <laughs> but imagine me having to hold this kid, and they had to put, a, like, a bandage over his eye. Oh, hell no. Oh, God. He was he he destroyed like three or four bandages because he kept ripping them off. <laughs> yeah, because he was like, don't take this eyesight away from me. Don't take one of my eyes away from me. Yeah, he's a kid. You can't put glasses on him. I had to take him to another doctor's appointment before. And they're like, can, we put a, can you put a mask on him? I'm like, he will not keep a mask on. Like, I would put the mask like inches from his face and he immediately like just shove it out of me. He's like, like, hell no, don't cover my mouth. It's like, get that off my face. Like, he's not having it. So like, I feel like even adults now don't even like having right. to wear it and they understand what's going on right. kids yeah, like, sure as hell won't he's not even two he's not gonna let me put a mask on him no uh but everything is fine everything's good good, good. but i feel like the only reason we had this doctor's appointment is because my parents especially my dad like escalate and get real dramatic and i feel yeah. like a lot of these old wives tales are these stupid reasoning that we never really thought of like it just you got told this when you were younger and it just you thought it was fact and you just grow up believing that this is what it is well and i feel like that's like his his little guy his little right you know so he's super extra paranoid right and we joke that this is in a sense it's true this is his first child because my dad worked pretty much throughout like our baby years oh that's sad yeah he worked a lot and so my mom and my aunt took care of us mostly and so my mom like, oh, nope, that that rash is normal. We'll just do this. Or like he gets a bump. It's like, oh, we'll do this, do that. And my dad's like, what am I doing? He's like a first time dad. The child's going to die. He's like, ah. Yeah, there's so many things that could be now. Should we take him to the hospital? It's like, dad, he's a baby. Babies are designed to fall and bump their heads. Like they're they're pretty durable. Yeah, I mean, I can like throw stones. But honestly, probably whenever I, I have kids, right. I will be the exact same way. Right. Like, just in case. Because you hear the stories like, oh, they waited too long before. Mm-hmm. They should have gone to the doctor before. They had to, this happened or amputate right. or the surgery or whatever. And it's like, rather be safe than sorry. Right. Um, but when you're like my mom and has seen it, everything. It's like, oh, nope, I know what that is. So was your mom like, Do we, he doesn't need this doctor's appointment? I think my mom, because it was something that she had heard too. 
you know, it's she was even like, might as well just in case, right? Like, like I said, it's the old wives' tale, and I think like when you go to you're from a different country, they're worse. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and there was one thing my grandma said recently, and I, I was like, I'm not even going to respond because we're going to get into an argument. Because she's right. Because she's the older one. She's my grandmother. I hate that. Yeah. And there's no way I can convince her she's wrong. (laughs) Even with Google. Even with science. And I'm going to tell you this, what she said to me, and you're going to roll your eyes so hard. Okay. And I want you to think if you know anything like this or if anybody's ever said anything like this to you. Um, And same with you listeners. I want to hear you. I feel like like Caesar would probably have a few too. Because, you know, I think Hispanics have a lot more. (laughs) So my friend is pregnant and she's got cats. And so they say, like, and this is a true thing. You're not, if you're pregnant, you're not supposed to at least change the litter box because of the ammonia. It's not good for you. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's one thing I've heard. That makes sense. And she's like, she really shouldn't have cats around. I'm like, yeah, I know. Because the litter box. And she's like, no, cat hair is horrible for a pregnant woman. I'm like, what? It's like, because my grandfather, her husband, who has since passed away, had basically was blind in one eye most of his life. Okay. Like if all his life he's had issues, like he can kind of see. And then as he got older, it pretty much went away. But always had issues with one eye. My grandmother says it's because when your great grandmother was pregnant when you're, with your grandfather, she had cats. And one of those cat hairs got inhaled and got stuck in his eye. And that's why he was blind. Oh, my God. That's so extra. And I'm just like. Uh, uh, uh. So if you inhale cat hair, it's going to go one of two places. It's either going to go into your lungs, which is not going to be fun, or it's going to go down, you know, your esophagus and into your stomach where either you're going to poo it out or it's going to get eaten up by your stomach acid. How the hell is it supposed to cut through your uterine lining and go into your embryo? Did you ask her that? I saw her face and she was so like, as a matter of fact, and I was like, "Uh, are you sure? And like, she, I could just tell like she was so adamant. It's like, I'm not, why am I going to give myself this headache? Like, yeah. Because there's, there's a lot of things that grandmas do where I think my grandma was saying like, oh, be careful with, you know, my foster brother. I'm like, what are you talking about? Be careful. He's the one that like made himself fall. Like, oh. She thought I like was not paying attention to him. And I'm like, literally right here. I'm like, he did this. And my mom agreed. She's like, that's what I said. Like, I'm like telling him to be careful. I'm like, my mom and I just kind of looked at each other like, uh-huh. You just yeah. didn't want to be wrong. And it's just like, uh, what well and then it's the whole thing like does she think a pregnant woman shouldn't have any animals or is it just cats I don't know I didn't ask the cat hair I did not want to ask I kind of do now actually you should you should be like "Mm, I need to know all the details of this should I not have hair when I'm pregnant because my hair should I just shave my head because maybe my little like what if a little piece of my hair breaks off right and I inhale it and my child comes out blind yeah or, like, like, what if your man has, like, a beard or something? Right. I mean, I, I'm not going to say that I'm right, that I know for sure this is a fact, but it is so far-fetched. Like, I have That's no so idea how this could be right. I'm like, no one should have cats because their their hair gets everywhere. Right. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want them on my clothes. I don't want them on yeah. my furniture. Get it out. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I don't worry about the, my unborn child. It's going to affect. <laughs> <laughs> I just think about in general. Uh, But I mean, I know her heart's in the right place. And then it got me thinking of other things that for a long time, I thought they were true. Like, because somebody said it. And again, Latino people, speaking of cat hair, I just found one. That's gross. (laughs) Freaking Rev. I'm going to blame him. Um, Latino people have like, I don't know where we get this from. And one of the things was when I was a teenager, I was like 13 years old. I had a friend who was 15. She was a couple years older than me, went to church together as friends with her brothers. And she told me that if you were 
uh, on your uh, on your monthly visit with Aunt Flo. Oh yes, I love that visit. Every and you month. and you wanted to cut it short. The trick was to just sit there and eat, drink a lot of lime juice or eat limes oh. and ch- like hot stuff like uh, like spicy powder and stuff. Like and she's, yeah, she's like I had a beach party once or like she was going to like a lake or something and I didn't want to ha- be on my period, so she like ate all the lime she could and everything. She's like, and I stopped it. I managed to just like cut it short. And then the next time I had my period, it was awful. I had the worst cramps. And for a good portion of my life, up until within the last few years, I thought it was true because I never really thought about it. Yeah. You learn something as a kid and you grow up thinking, oh, that must be true. Well, yeah, because why would they lie about that? Right. I mean, I'm not saying she lied necessarily, but I don't think it she... It actually she, probably worked for her. Right. Maybe it was just a coincidence. Like, you willed it to make it stop. Yeah. Um, See, I'm so gullible. I believe, like, everything. Right. And so, I'm not one to fact check someone. I'm not mm-hmm. one to Google, like... You know, nowadays everyone does it. So I'm like, right. well, hmm, let me Google it, see if you're right. But usually I just like take someone's word for it. I mean, if it sounds fairly like, okay, that, that makes sense. Okay, I could see how that goes. But... Something like that. I'm like, really? Don't you think more women would be doing that if that worked? At that no, point, why don't you lime just, and lime juice? Well, lime juice and chili. That's just a nice way to get, you know, the poopies. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I would not be doing that more no. often. I'd be like, I'll take Aunt Flo for a few more days. It's okay. Or just get on birth control and just cut it out of the yeah, equation completely. Exactly. But we are Mexican. We don't take birth control <laughs> with oh, our yeah, parents. You, with you the, guys with, don't believe in that. With our parents knowing that. I mean. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden you're knocked up and you're like, oh. Hmm. Maybe birth control is a thing. Uh, but it's that sort of thing. So I was curious if other people had that, like old wives' tales or just weird stuff. That you just always... Like you always assume, like, oh, this makes sense, right? Because you grew up hearing it. That's what your parents grew up hearing. Your grandparents grew up hearing. Nobody ever questioned it. Yeah, I don't know because I'm I'm so, like, I question... Every, like, if, if I don't believe... Like, if my grandma told me that, I'd be like, Grandma, you're full of crap. Like, mm-hmm. that is a lie, you know? But, like... Yeah, I don't know if we had any of that just because I'm so like either it's true or not. Like, I, you but know like, what I mean? I mean, there's something like at, when you were younger, maybe a teenager or younger, you're like, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, you know, don't make sure you put the right sock on first or some. I'm making something up right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, I guess with like pasta, you know, like with the the spaghetti noodles mm-hmm. or whatever, you'd always break it to put it in the pot. And that's, I just thought that's like what you're just supposed to do. I mean, it's nothing bad. No, apparently, because I broke it and then I got, I don't know if it was my boyfriend who got really upset with me or someone was like, why the hell would you break the pasta? But they just did it all the time when I was growing up because the pot, it didn't fit the pot right. right. So they had to. But if you can like, I don't know, apparently it's like, don't break the pasta or some crap. But I was like, I thought you always do that. I mean, I feel like it's, not something that matters like well, i mean apparently i think, real. I think, I think he, he was watching worst cooks of america and one of them like broke it and one of the chefs got really mad like why would you ever do that i mean you don't have to because you can put the pasta in and as it cooks in yeah it'll eventually you know make its way down to the bottom yeah but i think because our i don't know our pots were so small that like my grandma did it so then my mom did it and then i just watched them do it and the very rare few times i make pasta i would do it and then it'd be like no and i'm like oh i thought that's just like a thing like salt the water it's like the thing you're supposed to do or whatever well, that's how you flavor the pasta because you well, can yeah, add but salt. you could still like put salt on afterwards you can but then you get the like it tastes like like you have that grain if, of salt you know what i mean oh, see i love putting salt on see, top of my pasta and that's totally cool but like if you just eat the, the pasta by itself it just tastes like bland pasta and that way at least it's a little salty pasta see i don't yeah no I it's don't. like putting oil so the pasta doesn't stick in the pan that does or in the pole pan, yeah the 
the big old pot basically that doesn't make any sense but you don't need the salt for it to stick because it's going to just be in the water. Yeah, you yeah, don't need so the salt. Like, why? You don't have to. It just adds flavor. And same with the olive oil. A lot of people put that in so it doesn't stick to the sides, but it shouldn't stick to oh, the sides. Oh, I side. never put the olive oil in. Same. Whoa. That wasn't me. What was that? Yeah, but I don't really think there is anything, especially that crazy as yours. Right. Because I'd be like, you're full of crap. So I know there's a million other ones. I just can't think of them because they're just so buried into like either common knowledge or I've just completely pushed them out of my head. And then someone will say it and you'll be like, that's not true. What? Really? That's not right. There's probably still some that we believe. Right. Like in our everyday life that like maybe in like 10 years we'll be like, wait a second. I don't think that's true. Well, like there's even, I like I bring this up a lot, the show Adam Ruins Everything. He did an episode about football. And one of the things he did talk about was hydration. And he brought in a hydrate, like a hydration specialist, like she was a doctor. Yeah. And so we have this conception, like this misconception of where we need to constantly be drinking water all day, every day, especially when we're playing sports. And it's a very rare occurrence, but there is a problem with overhydration where, you know, some people would drink so much that they like drown themselves one day. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, but the reason why we are so conditioned into drinking so much, uh, especially in uh, sports, is because of the beverage companies. So like your Gatorades and your Dasani, like Coca-Cola Electrolytes. Yeah. yeah. And so it's funny, like even like uh, you'll hear celebrity doing endorsements like, oh, I drink coconut water because it keeps me hydrated. It's like, no, that doesn't really do what you think it does. Really? Like, or No, no, he's not in the hydrated part, excuse me, because it makes me avoid cramps. But they have no actual, it doesn't actually prevent cramps. Oh, like muscle cramps. Yes. Okay. That kind of thing. Like, I, I didn't mean the hydration part. Yeah, coconut water can hydrate you, but I meant the cramps. Um, but they're expecting us to constantly be drinking so much water that it's not really doing anything for us. Because your, your body can only hold so much water. Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of peeing it out anyways. Like, it's just, you should, in the, the, I think a lot of the rules is continuously drink. Even if you're not thirsty, just drink, 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 drink. And what the the hydration specialist said, our body has a really good mechanism to telling us when we're dehydrated and it's thirst. So basically just drink when you're thirsty. No, because when I'm hungover, I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily thirsty, but I am dehydrated. Oh, I am super thirsty. I I mean, sometimes I am, but sometimes like the thought of drinking anything, like disgust, but like mm -hmm. I can tell my body needs water. I think hangovers are a special occurrence. I think they're just talking about like everyday stuff. Oh. Not when you're effing up your body. I heard it like boosts your metabolism though. Like when you wake up to drink like a glass or two of water first, it like, I don't know, helps you something, something. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, they didn't really cover that part. So I'm not 100% sure, but it's the idea of you're supposed to drink like nonstop all day. Well, isn't, aren't you supposed to drink like a certain amount? And that's one of the things they covered. And, uh, that was actually the point where it's like, you're supposed to drink eight glasses of water a day. And they're like, okay, where did you hear that from? It's like, oh, my coach. It's like, yeah, and I heard it from my coach. And he heard it from his coach. And like, it's one of those things that we have heard for so long, we think it's real. Oh. It's like, there's no real set certain amount per person. Yeah, I guess really, everyone's different. Right. And Except so, then again, I wouldn't just trust one TV show when they no, quote so, unquote debunk everything. Right. So that's why I do say like do more research if you're not really yeah. feeling it. Like if I were to hear my grandma say something like that, I'd be like, you know, I don't know. Like if I don't really, I'm like, eh, is that true? I would do my own research and look that up. But it is interesting how there is things like that. For example, it's like, why is it eight glasses, not seven or nine? Like, why is it specifically this certain amount, right? Yeah. For everyone across the board. Probably just like the average. Right. But why? Like, so maybe it's just we've heard it so long. And well, so, and I feel yeah. like with some things, it is like science-based. Right. 
but because like I want to see recent studies that weren't conducted by beverage companies, because I know one of the examples they gave a beverage company. Sorry, by the way, I am drinking Gatorade today because it is delicious. Not to say hydrated, but it's <laughs> <This> tasty. <bitch. laughs> I know. So, but uh, one of the uh, beverage companies actually put out a full page ad making it look like it was a, a research study, and so a lot of these companies will make fake like study labs like like oh the you know Gatorade Institute of Science it's like that's not really an institute can they legally do that there's a lot of loopholes that can like especially with like when it comes to your health and stuff yeah like there's this another episode of the show where they brought on this guy he did this thing where he put out a study he was able to publish a study that had no real backup but he was able to i think for a certain amount of money you can publish studies where it said if you you eat a certain amount of chocolate you could lose weight and it blew up because i remember seeing it everywhere like chocolate can make you lose weight oh, oh my yeah God. there's always that thing a glass of wine can make right. you lose weight tequila now makes you lose weight yeah right and so he did that to prove a point it's like it blew up because it's kind of what people wanted to hear but i had no backing to this or even like with uh protein powders and stuff like that because it's not really fda regulated because there's so many companies that make this stuff and so few uh uh inspections that get done per year like mm-hmm. a lot of these companies are making products and just putting them out on the shelves with no real regulation because nobody's there to regulate it so oh, that sucks. Right? It's really really sketch if you think about it. Yeah. Um, and so one of the things he said, it's like, I could legally for this amount of money, it's a very small amount of money if you think about it, make my own recipe of like a protein thing or whatever and put it out on the market. And the only reason he didn't do it was like, yeah, my legal department said not to. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right? But it's that simple. And we just think, oh, because it's what we're told, like, hey, yeah, this is this is healthy, right? And it, just because it's in the store, it means it's good, right? Like, nobody, it's well, not no, going to hurt me. That's why you got to check the ingredients, which will for sure be real, right? You would think. But not all the ingredients on there are either 100% listed a lot of the times when they have been able to do these research like studies. Isn't that illegal though? Because what if someone has like an allergen or something? That's usually when they look into things. They won't look into anything. Not so much that they won't look into it. They don't have enough resources to look into every single one. But when somebody has an allergic reaction, when a lot of people get sick, that's when they'll put that main priority and like, okay, we need to check this place out and shut down. So a lot of the places, I think they said, that do get checked out, they actually get uh, inspected. Yeah. Fail. Well, yeah, I bet if they're not putting everything on there. Right. And so I think even and stuff. even like a lot of like the supplements, like plant supplements, they found that like there's either very little or no traces of the plant. But there's nobody really stopping them. So they can't. So why not? Because <laughs> that seems very illegal if they do get I caught. Mean, it is, but... <laughs> What are the chances of getting caught when there's a billion of us and only a few inspections happening a year? It's still not worth the risk, though. At I least mean, I wouldn't be able to. I mean, you're a big company. Why not? I'd be so nervous. Jeez. You then sell it to somebody else, and it's their problem. Like, <laughs> But it's one of those things that like, we just kind of get told these things, and we take it for, you know, face value. Yeah. So, but going back to the original point, I want to hear old wives' tales, because they crack me up. Yeah. What does your family tell you and have been telling you for years? Actually, uh, I did a quick Google search and I found 10 old wives tales people won't stop believing. Okay. As examples. So if you guys have one like this, let me know. 
Uh, but uh, one of them being the best way to cure jellyfish sting is to urinate on it. Yes! Is that not true? Because I was so hoping I'd get stung by a jellyfish and then someone would have to pee on me. Yeah, someone's like, this must have been, must have started as one prankster living a... To uh, trying to live it up on a, on a beach visit. Does with it their really friends. not work? So it's like in reality, it does nothing to reduce the pain that comes with the sting, as it lacks the chemical makeup. Seawater, on the other hand, is more productive solution, and vinegar, which contains acid that neutralizes the sting, is even better. Um, I have heard that the pee makes it worse and can actually cause an infection, so keep that away, according to my30spot.com. So it doesn't. Don't don't pee on it. Hmm. I feel like I'd still let someone pee on it. <laughs> that's that's your Saturday night. I don't care. <laughs> hey. um, number two is my most body heat is lost through the head. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Whereas like, oh, you don't have a jacket. As long as you have a hat on when it's cold, you won't lose most of your body heat. I thought it was like hat or feet. One of the two. Um, or head or feet, not hat. But it's one of those things that were drilled into us, like in our heads during the winter months to prevent heat loss, wear a hat. Um, and it may not have seemed all that far-fetched. After all, your face and head tend to be to feel temperature changes the most. But according to scientists, however, you lose about as much heat in your melon as you do in your limbs. So a nice winter coat, two limb and abdomen coverage. So none of your crop tops, for example, <laughs> is still way more important than a thick beanie. So we can thank the 1950s U.S. military for perpetuating this myth. Mm, I will say, though, when I'm like out... If I have like a full coat on mm -hmm. or like the difference between just having a full coat or having a full coat and a beanie, mm -hmm. I'm way warmer. See, I... Or like put the hood up or something. Well, yeah, because you're not getting the wind in your face. So that's going to feel nicer. But like for me, I like a jacket and like a big thick scarf around my face more so than oh, on like the top of my head. Yeah, on my head, like on my face and on my chin and my cheeks. Just nice and cozy. Well, it's perfect that we have to wear masks now. Right. <laughs> um, going outside with wet hair will get you a cold. So wet hair means cold head, and to many mamas out there, it's just sure a sure sign of impending sickness. And of course, you won't actually acquire a cold or flu because of that. It's much more straightforward process. Most commonly, the breaking point is when we inhale airborne viral particles released by a sneeze or a cough from a nearby infected person, or touch our mouth or nose or eyes after coming in contact with like a contam contaminated surface. So merely washing your hands is a better preventative measure than blow drying your hair. Oh, yeah, that's kind of what you were saying. Uh, another one is feed a cold, starve a fever. Have you ever heard oh, of that? Oh, I have, yep. So a supposed remedy that dates back to the 16th century, starving yourself during a fever defies common sense. Like many medical opinions that were formed a few hundred years ago, obviously if you're hungry, you should eat. Your body needs energy to fight the fever, but you shouldn't overeat as the immune system must maintain its focus on battling the illness. Is that both with a fever and a cold? Um, I think they're saying like if you can eat while you have a cold, but if you have a fever, because I think once you have a fever, it's technically the flu because it's then a virus. Virus equals. What if you don't have the cold part, though? You just have like a fever. If you have the fever, then you shouldn't eat is what the, the old wives tale is. Yeah, but now it's just like you should just eat, but not a lot. Just don't overeat. Like there's times where you're but just, with a cold. Can you overeat? I think you're not supposed to anyways, because your body's oh. still trying to fight something. Oh, OK. Because <laughs> your body's trying to break down all that food and it's not going to. It's trying to battle your illness more oh, so. So, okay. I mean, still eat, feel like full, but don't. All I heard was just don't eat. <laughs> starve Start yourself eat. when you have a cold or a fever. Your immune That's, system's trying to do enough, okay? Like, don't starve yourself, but eat. <laughs> uh, earthquakes are more likely to occur during hot, dry weather. Anybody who's retained any knowledge of their first geology class should know this one is bunk. 
Earthquakes are generated by occurrences miles beneath the surface, shifting tectonic plates, and the weather above the surface has absolutely no effect on when they occur. The belief was initially put forth by Aristotle more than 2,300 years ago when our understanding of natural disasters was primitive at best. And the fact of the matter is that you won't know when an earthquake comes until it comes, and only science can change that. Yeah, I never even heard that. Yeah, I hadn't either. This one. Yes. Thank you. Cracking knuckles causes arthritis. Oh, God. I used to get that all the time. You're going to get arthritis if you keep cracking your knuckles. Yeah, I love cracking everything. Same. It's like, don't worry. Cracking your knuckles won't lead to arthritis in your later years. Studies have shown that there is no link between one or the other, but some doctors advise not to do it anyways because of the stress it puts on the ligaments of the finger joints. That makes more sense. Because sometimes I'll really crack them too often in one oh, day and it, so my fingers will hurt. Cracking them right now. Same. Oh, yeah. Um, it I is, just know they were like, you're going to get huge knuckles, which I have huge knuckles. It means better to punch bitches with. Hell yeah, it is. Don't mess with me and my big knuckles. I mean, I know I'm going to get arthritis because my mom's got it. So more likely than not, it wasn't the knuckle hey, cracking you don't know. for me. Just because your mama has it doesn't mean you'll have it. But if I do get it, it's because my mom has it. Yeah. Uh, another one. Gum takes seven years to pass through the digestive system. Oh, I've definitely heard that and swallow gum multiple times. Not true. Or, I don't know why. Why? Why don't they tell you to swallow it then? It's hard to break down, probably. Let's see. Um, if it were true, colonoscopies would be slightly more interesting. Although the base of your gum is more indigestible, as it contains uh, consists of resins, preservatives, uh, preservative, preservative antioxidizing agents. Woo! You got it plasticizing softeners and synthetic elastometers. Jesus. It eventually passes through, albeit slower with the rest of your food. But as with cracking your knuckles, a bit of a risk uh, accompanies, you know, habitual gum swallowing. Children have suffered uh, gastro, uh, gastrointestinal blockages after swallowing too many pieces, causing constipation and the eventual need for it to be removed. So I that think if you're, if you're a kid that's chewing a bunch of gum and swallowing every piece, you have a tiny little, little tummy you yeah. have all this gum. You're going to block take, that bitch up. It's like eating too much cheese. You're going to get all blocked up. But oh. cheese will eventually pass through a lot easier than a bunch of gum. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of the, if a pregnant is, woman is carrying low, it's a boy. And if they're carrying high, it's a girl. Actually, I think I have heard that. It's like if, they're, if their belly, their, uh, their baby bump is more higher. Yeah. Then you see some that are kind of like drooping. Yeah. It's supposed to be a boy. Not true. <laughs> I also heard if you like are trying to have a boy after you guys do the deed, if you like stick your legs up no that's just true and like that, that that's not gonna that's not gonna cause a boy or a girl that's just gonna increase the chances of you getting I pregnant i heard it was gonna help have a boy so no like if you're let's say you're trying to make a baby on purpose that's what you're supposed to do anyways because it oh. kind of it increases the chances like you're getting um all the 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 ingredients if you will where it needs to go all up in ya uh number nine shaving hair causes it to grow back darker and thicker not true that's not true not true <gasps> why i don't believe that think about it does it really make sense to shave a balding area to grow encourage growth the belief stems from the fact that shorter hair tends to be tougher and thicker than longer hair creating the perception that there's more hair in the spot than before because that's when you get a haircut and you cut all the dead stuff well, I was at the say, end. what about dead ends when you cut yeah, dead like, ends does it make it grow faster not necessarily grow faster but because this hair think about the hair that comes out at the top of your head yeah. that's stronger it's fresher it's baby and at the end it's seen a lot of hair dryers and stuff so that is all kind of dying but so it doesn't matter if like the hair on the top of your head's growing at the same rate like why would it matter if it has dead ends on it though you know what i'm saying like it's not growing back 
<laughs> Darker and thicker. I tried mixing the two words together. Uh, darker and thicker. <laughs> it's just grow. Is it grow? And it's not growing back faster. Yeah. Why are people like, oh man, I need to get a, I'm gonna need two split ends. Like, I mean, it's just it's good to cut the split ends off, anyways, because think about it. The split end. If you have like a little split end, it'll eventually keep growing and pulling apart. But why does that matter though? Because it'll eventually get up top and ruin the whole length of the hair, the whole strand of hair. Oh. So imagine like having a string, right? And it's kind of frayed at the end and you let it just kind of hang it around, not tying a knot in it or cutting it and like making it new. Yeah. It'll continue to like come apart I until all the way. all my ends of hair. Oh God, that's that awful. so fun. It's like a game. You're weird. Well, I thought like, yeah. it makes no sense now that people say like, oh, you got to get the dead ends off and once you cut those off, your hair will go fra- faster. It won't grow faster. That's not true. Lies! Everyone's telling me lies! I, it's not so much that they're li- they're not lying to you because they think it's true. It's still a lie regardless. It's still a lie, but they weren't lying to you, if you know what I mean. Like, they weren't doing it out of a place of malice. Well, they're just dumb. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So give me your old wives tale. I know we went long on this one, but I want to hear them all. Yes. Let us know. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.